0: threads of faith deeply personal tales of family faith and resilience authentic uplifting and inspirational as this life journey continues what keeps edward up at night
1: the things that keep most people up at night are the things that, that keep me up at night and what what you know is is sort of antithetical to a good night's sleep is fear and anxiety it's that you're you're afraid of what you're, you might face when the sun comes up you know, and it can be all sorts of difficult things. So I, there's a few things I, I do for myself, um, that you know I didn't come up with any of it. It's just people I know who I think you know. You see a person sometimes, and you know they're just so full of of energy, of hope. They they look like they they you know can handle almost anything, and you're gonna say, I want to be like that person. That person doesn't have their fears, you know, keeping them up at night and chewing on the pillow until dawn. So, um, one of the things I've learned is to always look forward, um, and see who's going to be there in the future with you. Cause you're not going into the future all by yourself. You know, there may be a big problem that you're facing the next day, month, year, whatever, but visualize the friends and family and colleagues and neighbors and members of your community. Visualize them. Beckoning you to come up into the future where they can help you because I've never solved a problem by myself in my life. Nothing serious. I always needed other people to help me. So if you can visualize the the, the people that God has sent into your life to help you at moments like this, you know it will it, it will make some of that fear, if not all that fear, go away completely. And you know, in thinking about that and being future facing it's also important and allowable to look in the, into the past not to beat yourself up you know you know you know the past consists of half the past for me and for a lot of people is guilt like you look back into the past and you go i should've done this i should've done that you know but when i look into the past from a perspective of hope i look at where i was able to solve problems or or had the people to and it's the same sort of vision of the future it's a vision of the past where you see how god you know, helped you carry that burden. And he usually helped you by sending people to help you, you know, and you look back on all the support and how you got through it all. And, and that, that is the proof of the fact that God doesn't necessarily give you more than you can handle. But if he does, he gives you the people to help you handle it, you know, and he helps you handle it. And then the third thing I try to do, and this is the hardest is to decide who I am at that moment in time with my, fear and my hope and my dreams and my prayers and my reservations and all those conflicting feelings that, you know, swirl up inside of you, especially, you know, when you're lying down to go to sleep at night and your your mind is susceptible to all of those influences. Who am I today? Who am I in this moment? And I realize I'm a child of God. I have been given gifts of friendship and family and support, you know, and I am someone who wants to move forward with a, with a purpose that that God has given me. In my case it's the work that I'm blessed and fortunate to do at Guideposts and the way the organization reaches out and helps people. And so at that moment I know that I that I have a purpose and a mission in life and 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 that as long as I stay in that moment I can move forward and I can overcome my fear and I can I can rely on the courage that faith and love gives me.
0: As we move forward in our lives, we can also look back. And even though for some of us, our past is riddled with guilt, that past can also help give us direction as it did for Edward.
1: When I look at my past and I, and I see some of the struggles I went through and I've talked about my problems with alcohol and addiction and just being lost in life and not knowing, and this was all throughout my twenties. You know, I look back on it now and it's like this, you know, I see my story and all the stories that make up the person I am. And the stories are that roadmap through life that we follow. And I can look back at my stories and I can see the stories, even in, in their darkest moments, had pretty good endings because I got through it. I had I had support. I had the support of my faith and my, my family and my friends and my community. And, you know, that should give you hope it gives me hope at least and guilt is you know it is the the ultimate form of beating yourself up Um, it is just and we do it I think we we do it because we're afraid to think of ourselves as being free from that guilt because that guilt defines us in our minds it's you know what what we're defined by is these mistakes that we've made but we all make mistakes You can't go through life without, at least I can, without blundering through it. Because I'm constantly making mistakes. If, if, you know, and guilt is a complete waste of spiritual energy. And guilt is just, I mean, it's this gravitational pull that drags you back into the past, you know, reminds you of your failings and reminds you of your mistakes. And it wants to trap you there. It wants to trap me there. And because it's an easy way not to go on. It's, it can, it's, it's like concrete, you know, it anchors you in, in a place where you you don't want to be anymore. But yet sometimes that seems easier. And it's, it's so easy, you know, to judge yourself. You know, it's the easiest thing in the world. And is to some extent, the worst thing where, you know, there's nothing worse than being a, a prisoner of your own guilt. It's, guilt is the most self-inflicted pain we can visit on ourselves and yet we do it all the time you know god doesn't want us to feel guilty i don't think that that is what his intention is he wants us to feel uplifted and hopeful but you know there's a part of us as human beings that, that wants to hold ourselves accountable right so and i am accountable but it doesn't mean that that i'm i'm condemnable and, and, you know, self-condemnation is, is something I think most people with a conscience, you know, suffer from. Um, but it's also something that you can't let uh, hold you back.
0: Condemnation, guilt, it all goes away when we accept that God loves us and forgives us for all the wrongs we've done. It's a moment of growth when that truth is revealed to us. And Edward? has had plenty of growing moments.
1: I always say that I never really grew when I was happy. Um, I enjoyed my life when I'm happy, but it's in, in those moments of, of, I wouldn't say despair, but but certainly in moments of pain that that growth came. Growth is painful, no matter how you look at it. It's, it's going to be painful. And, um, and it's those moments, those difficult moments of life, those crises, those periods of time when I was uncertain and, and sometimes despairing and that's when I learned to grow. Is you have to grow to get out of those situations. You have to grow to overcome your challenges and your problems. If you don't grow, you won't get past them. And but growth is painful. So I've, I've always the one thing I tell myself when things seems to t- start going bad is, well, okay, well, this will be another period of growth for me. Um, it, it's it's so true. Um, one of the things I've, I've done in recent years is I've become a real inveterate hiker. I have a little place up in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts and my, my dog, Gracie and I, and before that, Millie, uh, and before that, Marty, um, I, we would go out in the woods. I find nature to be so liberating. Like, it's hard for me to feel guilty in the woods, even if I'm way up, you know, on a mountainside, hours away from the work I'm supposed to be doing, you know, uh, somehow there's, there's liberation in nature because it, it just, it reminds you that, you know, you're part of this big, incredible, You know, God-created world. How can you, you know, it's almost I'm ashamed to feel guilty. How can I feel guilty out here? But um, it's true. I don't. I feel like, yes, you know, this is telling me, you know, that I am connected to a much larger web of life on the earth and in the universe. And, And my, you know, my little failings are not the biggest things that are happening in the universe at that moment.
0: And so... Edward's journey of overcoming pain and guilt by the love of God has made him stronger. And your overcomings make you stronger, too. They make you a stronger person, a stronger citizen of your community, a stronger friend, and a stronger family member. In our next episode, Edward will go deep into a recent family event. And I've got to warn you, it's going to be a tough subject. But as always... We'll learn the power of a resilience that overcomes. Until then, keep weaving your own beautiful bonds of love and threads of faith.
1: Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.